welcome everybody to the best podcast in the world today. Ladies and gentlemen, right now you are listening to Before the Three Count. I am your main man, your boy, Cyrus, and I am coming at you with the host, with the most, the one, the only. Unnamed host, a.k.a. Question Mark, man. (laughs) (laughs) Question Mark, man. Question mark, man. That, that, that sounds like the worst super comic villain I've ever heard of. Nah, it's the, like, the Riddler. The Riddler was the Riddler. He was a question yeah, mark, he, man. Nah, but it, he, had, he had a question mark. It was like, it's like calling card. Yes, but he was a question mark, man. He was the Riddler. Right. Can't use the Riddler for copyright purposes. Okay, okay. I feel you. I feel like there was a wrestler that was question mark man. That that wasn't his name, and he wasn't the Riddler. But there was definitely a WCW wrestler back in the early '90s, late '80s that had like question marks all over him. Was he enhancement talent? Um, I think he was like a step above enhancement talent. Oh, okay. Which, like, I don't know. I I put that in the category of like a Barry Horowitz, maybe the Body Donna. Well, who were your favorite enhancement guys? Who are my favorite what guys? Enhancement guys. Oh, enhancement guys. Um, Let's see. My favorite enhancement guys would probably be Ronnie Coleman, uh, Dynamite Kid. uh, Oh, not that kind of enhancement. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, But no, my favorite uh, enhancement talent as they are known today. I mean, when I was a kid... I think I liked Barry Horowitz. I'm not even going to lie. Okay. And uh, I, I think I was excited for him when he uh, got that win with uh, over one of the Body Donnas. Um, I think it was over Skip. And okay. uh, he was patting himself on the back and everything. I, I think I was down with that. Was he the only enhancement guy to get wins? Or to get him? Well, I was going to say, did he only get one win in his career? Or does, he, does he have multiple? I think. That's a very good question. Um, and you know what? Let's ask the, uh, let's ask the Google machine uh, about that one because I, I'm not sure. I only remember the one win uh, against one of the body daughters, but I would assume I didn't beat him. a little bit of a push after that. How did he beat uh, Skip? Um, I want to say it was with the most devastating move in all of professional wrestling. Yeah. The surprise roll-up. Uh, small package? <laughs> Yes, sir. Okay. And, I was going to uh, say, do, do guys lose that anymore? Do guys lose to that anymore? Yeah, small package. Yeah, that's actually funny you asked that. Uh, Xavier Woods, that's his finisher. Oh, okay. How's he bring it? How's he locking on someone? Uh, just out of nowhere. He uh, puts it on, locks it in. He calls it the backwoods. Ah. A clever little, uh, well, technically, I guess that's a tobacco reference. Technically, oh, really? Why does he smoke? Uh, I don't know if he does or not. I know he's into video games, not that the two would have to go together, right? In fact, they don't go together as I think. Well, they can go together, but I'm like, I don't play video games, and I know some of my video game playing friends that don't smoke, so I don't know. Yeah, I got you, but um. With all of that being said, uh, yeah, a lot of guys win with the, uh, with the small package or, or the roll-up. 
um, especially in WWE. Um, in fact, over on uh, the What Culture Wrestling YouTube channel, uh, they have a presenter, Simon Miller, who uh, he does a segment called Ups and Downs, where he reviews, you know, whatever the show, Raw, SmackDown, uh, Dynamite. Yep. Uh, and, you know, he just reviews every segment from it and he either gives it an up or he gives it a down, you know, thumbs okay. up, thumbs down. Okay. And um, he actually keeps track of uh, how many people win matches with roll-ups. Uh, and uh, in WWE this year alone, I think yep. something like 60 matches have been won so far with like a roll. That's crazy. Right? <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. Um, so kind of crazy how often that gets used there. Um, interesting. So I'm uh, I'm reading the Wikipedia page about Barry Horowitz. Yep. And uh, he was considered the jobber to the stars. Um, he, he was like a, uh, as this says here, despite his status as a jobber, Horowitz would occasionally wrestle in matches of greater prominence. Um, Apparently, he was instrumental in starting the feud between the reigning tag team champions, the Quebecers, and the 123 Kid. The 123 yep. Kid might be considered enhancement talent. How so? I, I mean, up until that win against Razor Ramon, he was a jobber. Huh. But how many matches did he have before then? Um, I think a good amount of them. He'd like come in and he'd come and go. Because I remember when I was a kid, I knew him from Global Wrestling Federation. Uh, out of Texas, uh, he was the Lightning Kid. Yeah, and then so I, when I saw him on WWE TV as a jobber, I'm like, no, I know who that guy is. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow, Barry Horowitz was in the 1996 Royal Rumble. Well, they have, they usually have enhancement talent in the Rumbles. Um, I would call it low level talent, not enhancement talent per se. Okay. Uh, but also, apparently, Bear Hallwoods performed in the 1995 Survivor Series. So, 95 and the 96, that was his year. Oh, okay. Uh, he also wrestled at SummerSlam. Who did he fight? Oh, wrestling. Uh, I mean. Um, it was, uh, Skip. Yes, yeah, Skip from the Body Donnas. Oh, and that's what you see he won by a small package? Yes, the, the first one, which was on, uh... The July 9th, 1995 airing of Wrestling Challenge. Wow, that brings back some memories. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he uh, pinned Body Donna Skip. Uh, get his first win over a WWF star on television, leading okay. to commentator Jim Ross shouting, Horowitz beat him! Into his microphone <laughs> in disbelief. <clears throat> Does it uh, seem his uh, total wins and losses worse? It does not say, but looking here, other than, uh, looks like he beat him on that episode of Superstars, then lasted 10 minutes in a 10 minute challenge, uh, and then wrestled him at SummerSlam, but it doesn't, uh, and he beat him at SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Uh, and, uh, but other than that, I'm not too sure. Okay. Oh, he then teamed with Hakushi. Okay. What? And then he beat Hakushi. Okay. So that's two wins. Yeah, that's two. Uh, Remember Hakushi and Brett used to have some uh, dope matches back in the day. Yes. Yes. I used to love Hakushi back in the day. 
Was he from New Japan or All Japan? That's a very attractive question, young man. Uh, let's find out. Hakushi, who would later go on to ECW. Really? Uh, yes. And uh, feud with Rob Van Dam. Oh, I must have had some good matches. It was. I forget what his name was in ECW, but Rob Van Dam used to cut promos and be like, I'm taking... Actually, hold on, because I've got it up right here. Um, okay, he was uh, Jinsei Shinzaki okay. in, in ECW. And, okay. uh, and Rob Van Dam used to cut promos like, I'm taking on Jinsei Shinzaki. Hakushi! <laughs> Break the fourth wall. Yep. <laughs> but, uh, so yeah, Hakushi... He's from Mishinoko Pro Wrestling. Was where uh, is that promotion still running? I don't. Or they long defunct. I feel like they're long defunct. Oh okay. But uh, you know what? Let's find out. Again, we, we're we're right here at the Google machine. So let's see, Mishinoku Pro, not Taka Mishinoku. Um, what do you think as a wrestler? Um, I remember as a kid, um, or I guess I should say as a teenager, I was into Kai and Tai when they were like kind of a funky group. But he was still wrestling before that, before that, that stable yeah. came together. Oh yeah, no, he was wrestling well before then. But I don't yeah. think I was into him before that. Yeah, because I know he, him, I think and Brian uh, Christopher had their like little uh, light heavyweight feud for a second. Yes. And uh, side note. Yep. Mishinoko Pro Wrestling is still running. Oh, nice. So they didn't get swallowed up by the two big uh, promotions, All Japan New Japan. No, it doesn't seem like it. So that's good. Yeah, right? And uh, Yeah, it looks like they've got uh, streaming shows on YouTube. Oh, okay. okay. Good stuff, good stuff there. All right. Uh, so since you've... Uh, Last time we spoke, you uh, in um, Chicago. Uh, how that? How how was that experience? Chicago was awesome. Chicago was awesome. Um, I'm like, where do we even uh, where to begin? Well, I guess when we spoke last, I was sitting in the car, and we were uh, we were uh, oh, that was the morning of Forbidden Door, right? Um, you know, and uh, so so I guess yeah, we'll pick up from there. Yeah, um, for, Forbidden Door was pretty sweet. Um, we uh, sorry, I just lost my train of thought for a second. I'm like Chicago. I started thinking about the hot dog that I had, um, which I don't think I had had yet at the point that we recorded last. So uh, <laughs> I had not. So I will talk about that. I had gone to uh, Portillo's Hot Dogs. Which yeah. apparently is a uh, famous hot dog spot in Chicago. Okay. Uh, ch- apparently, Chicago is famous for its hot dogs. Okay. Who, who knew? Uh, <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. So for I think it's Portillos. That's me pronouncing it the Spanish way, if nothing else. Um, <laughs> but uh, they they are famous for the Chicago style hot dogs. So I had to go there and try it. Okay. Uh, this was our third time in Chicago, having never had a Chicago hot dog. So time to do it. Right. And uh, it's interesting. It has tomatoes, pickle, like a whole pickle, like a, like a, well, I guess like a, uh, a quarter of a pickle, you would call it, but it's a long spear, you know? Yep. Um, like, uh, so yeah, it's got tomatoes, a pickle, it's got relish, mustard, onions, and celery salt. Okay. And uh, I don't like hot dogs. Okay. 
but this was pretty good. Um, oh, okay. I think all the vegetables, you know, hide the hot dog. Ah, okay. Yeah, it sounds very salty. Um, it wasn't that salty. Oh, okay. Um, you would think so, but no, I think the just the the way everything blended and like it's fresh tomatoes, like the the full pickle, so it's juicy. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, so it, it was pretty good. Nice. Um, yes. And then uh, first time at the United Center, although uh, we did not have enough time to look for the Jordan statue, which I'm a little bit bummed about. Oh, it's not at the entrance? No, at least not the oh, entrance okay. we went to. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, so uh, so we've got to go back so I can see that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. But uh, but the United Center is a really nice venue. Oh, okay. Um, so that was cool. Um good seats uh we had you know basically like the uh first for well actually it was the second row of the um like the first tier up if that makes any sense so not on the floor but like the next thing up from that okay we had the second row uh and we were uh hard cam oh, okay the hard cam so all the action was towards us and we had a great view of everything okay um, I, I think AEW New Japan, despite all their setbacks, all their injuries, they, they put on a heck of a show. Um, Claudio Castagnoli debuted. He, he uh, broke through the forbidden door. So he, he uh, is rocking his original name? Yeah, yep, he's rocking the original name. So uh, you you won the pony on that. I lost. <laughs> it was uh, the crowd, they, they jumped, uh, hit, you know, Get on their feet when he was uh, introduced. Big time, big nice. time. So, so yeah, let's let's break down the the matches and what were your you know highs and lows of uh, each one. Yeah, uh, you know what? Let me pull up on the uh, Google machine here, so we can give a uh, accurate representation. Yeah, um, yeah, because I didn't see, I didn't get a chance to see the pay per view, so you'll be. Uh, Hit me up to something, something new. Yes, yes. Um, let's see, I'm pulling it up now. Okay. Forbidden door. Forbidden door card. There we go. All right, so it, uh, oh, this is the wrong card. <laughs> well, <there's probably> <laughs> a different Forbidden Door? <laughs> you know what? We're not going to put in Forbidden Door card because we're getting all these websites that, like, we're putting up guesses as to what the card would be. Oh, okay. So here we go. Forbidden Door results. Now, now we're talking. Okay. From Bleach Report. All right. So the show opened off with uh, Aaron Solo and QT Marshall taking on Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before that, um, the pre-show matches. That, that that was the pre-show. That was a pre-show. Oh, match. okay. That was the opening of the... Okay. All right. So, yeah. How was that? And uh, so here's what I'm going to say on that. There's, uh, yeah. It is a literal crime. And I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. I, I don't even care. I'm, I'm going to take the heat. Um, I, if I ever get a tryout with AEW, I show up there and QT Marshall and Aaron Solo may want to fight me. Yeah. 
bring it on. I'm pretty confident I could take the two of them on at the same time in a shoe fight. <laughs> it is a crime that QT Marshall and Aaron Solo were on the show and Private Party was not. Okay. They're still in the they still wrestle for AEW? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They'll, I, I, I take it they don't get a lot of shine as they once did at one point. They do not. Okay. And uh, so, and that is that is it's 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 a crime, literally a crime. It's a, I don't understand it. Um, and, and this is said with no disrespect to QT Marshall and Aaron Solo, but Private yep. Party is a better tag team. Okay. Okay. How was the match though? Um, match was okay. Okay. Um, nothing, nothing, nothing to nothing to write home about. Okay. But you know it was there. Okay. And then uh, Bleacher Report gave it a C plus. Do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Okay. Um, next match, Nick Camarado taking on Lance Archer. Okay. Nick Camarado, uh, it's funny that that name will forever live in my head rent free. Um, because when I did a uh, Monster Factory camp, this was gosh, like seven years ago, I think now. Yep. Um, all they did was talk about how amazing Nick Camarado was. Did uh, you? He was, he was one of their students. Did you think that he fit the, you know, the hype? Um, I thought he was good. Okay. Um, and, and I understood. Like it's funny. I, I looked at him and I'm like, oh yeah, I could see WWE having interest in you. Yep. Um, he was big, not very tall, but okay. he's big. Uh, he's he's all jacked up. Okay. And um, but uh, but but yeah, I mean that whole camp was just like, oh, Nick Camarado is the guy. WWE is going to be taking him, like you know. <laughs> Uh, and, and you know what? Good for everybody involved. Like he's with AEW. Like, and I'm I'm sitting here in my garage t- doing a podcast. So yeah. you know. <laughs> but uh, but but yeah. So it was him and Lance Archer. Um, Bleacher Report gave it a B minus. I don't disagree. I, I I throw it right in there with that. It's not bad. No, all things considered, not bad at all. Um, here we go. The third match of the. Uh, buy-in show. Yep. Um, big favorite of the princess. Whose house? Swerve house. Ah, okay. It was uh, Swerve Strickland and uh, Keith Lee. Yeah. Um, taking on Yoshinobu Kanamaru and El Desperado. How was this? Because I was going to get a uh, match right here. Yeah, I think it was. And uh, I think it was like, oh snap! Like we <clears throat> didn't put Swerve and Keith Lee on the show. Like, what are we like? Yeah, what are we gonna do? Let's make this happen. Yep. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, and maybe that's what happened to Private Party. You could only have so many black tag teams shine at a time. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just kidding, folks. Like, no one take that too seriously. I'm legitimately kidding about that. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but, but yeah. Um, so Swerve and uh, Keith Lee went on to victory, and uh, it was a good match. It was good fun. Bleach Report gave it a B. I don't disagree. Okay. Um, 
and uh, Swerve. Swerve impresses me more and more every time I see him. Well, we'll keep. He depresses me more every time, <laughs> every time I see him. You think it's still the lingering effects of uh, you know him having COVID? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. I I, I don't know. Uh, um, you know, I, I don't want to speculate because uh, I I have no idea, and I, I am not the man in that arena. Um, right. Right. So so I but but Swerve. Every time I see him, I'm like, okay, I, I see you. Like, okay. Uh, I think heels still tag team or no? They're babies. Except Swerve is maybe going to turn heel. Okay. They, I feel like they've been kind of teasing that. Okay. Um, they're, they're definitely teasing dissension okay. uh, between them. And uh, any more uh, tension between those two during that match? Um, during the match, let's see. Yes, actually, because uh, as this says here, and it's it's very different, I guess, when you're watching it in the crowd as opposed to watching it on TV, right? Because um, th- this here says the announcers were uh, mentioning communication issues and why they they were having t- trouble putting together offense. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, which I think as a layman in the audience probably couldn't tell because it's like, not like they were botching things, No, but, uh, so it just looked like, oh, like the two, you know, new Japan guys are just, you know, they're, they're doing their thing. Right. Right. Um, and then the main event of the buy-in show, and I was so excited to see how excited everybody else around me was. Yep. Because I love these guys, and in my household, I'm the only one that loves these guys. Yep. And I don't know exactly how other people in the world feel, but yep. everybody in my section was mad hype when they heard the the uh, the record skip and the beat drop, and the acclaim showed up. My main man Max Caster, rocking out his raps. <laughs> And uh, I, I'm a big Max Caster fan, big Anthony Bowens fan. Uh, okay. The acclaimed, right. you know, I throw up my A, I scissor. Um, and then uh, them and the gun club, I think, have been hilarious together. Oh, really? Yes. Well, do um, they, since, uh, uh, what's his face, his son raps, and, you know, Max raps too, did they do anything? Like, any? No. Really? I didn't, I didn't know that. Uh, one of the gun boys rapped. Yeah, uh, is it Austin? The one that doesn't look as much like Billy. Okay, yeah, I think that's Austin. Okay. Huh? I had no idea. Yeah, he basically sounds like like Drake Mini Me if you like listen to his tracks online. Interesting. I I'm going to have to check that out for one. Uh, <laughs> And for two, that that's yeah. They, I'm shocked they haven't done anything with that. However, maybe they will because okay. uh, they're teasing dissension between the two groups. Between really, yes. Okay, all right. And not only are they teasing dissension, it seems that Billy Gunn is taking the acclaimed side on things. So how is this storyline going to pan out? I like, what are they? What's that? No, I was going to say, so what, where's the dissension like happening between both groups? Uh, it's been like miscommunications in the ring, things like okay. that. Okay. And then uh, this past week on Dynamite, um, it was the 
Gun Club taking on somebody. I don't remember who. Doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Point being, Anthony Bowens came in the ring to interfere. Okay. And he missed the guy and ended up hitting, uh, I think it was Colton Gunn. Okay. Um, instead. And then after the match, you know, you've got the two sides arguing. And oh. Billy Gunn pushed his kids, like, away. It was like, what are you doing? And, like, yep. and so then the Gun Boys walked off, and Billy Gunn stood in the ring with the acclaimed. Ah. So we'll, we'll see what happens next week, I guess, where things go. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay. All right, cool. Uh, how was the match? Um, match was all right. So this was uh, Max Caster and the Gun Club taking on Yuya Yumura, Alex Coughlin, What's that? I thought, were facing, I thought they were facing one another. No, no, no. This was so. This was uh, at Forbidden Door. They were still uh, on the same side. Ah, uh, dynamite. So it was a, a four-man uh, or eight-man tag. Yes. Gotcha. And uh, it was all right. Um, Bleacher Report gave it a C, and I don't disagree. Well, it was a little messy. Um, yeah, you know, you got a lot of people in there. Um, See, this says, uh, oh, yeah, I forgot about this. Uh, at one point in the match, uh, Danhausen came up on the uh, Titantron, not the Titantron, but the, you know, whatever they Almost call it. Yeah. Yep. And um, taunted the gun boys, and they went running to the back. Why? Well, does but doesn't he have like a few with Hook? Um, so him and Hook are like kind of quasi teammate friends. Gotcha. It's a weird thing. Like, it's like the rock and sock connection kind of deal. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, there. So, uh, but yeah. So, uh, but uh, Max Caster and Billy Gunn uh, won the match at the end. Okay. Uh, let's see. Just looking here. It's funny. At Bleach Report, they say some notable moments and observations. Yep. They're like, QT Marshall is really good at playing a jerk. He has the body <laughs> language down well. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I forgot about this too. Lance Archer did a uh, cannonball and, and landed right on his head. Ooh, yes. Um, he wasn't to uh, get the height, the proper height off. Yeah, he didn't get the proper height. He needed like three, three to six more inches. Oh um, wow! And that's what she said. But, but uh, yes, he uh, <laughs> he landed on his head, but he was okay. He got got right up. He was fine. That's good. Yes. Just probably sell some stars. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then the, the other note they say Billy Gunn was the biggest dude in his match by a wide margin. Oh, no, <laughs> definitely believable. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's a giant. Yeah, we well, say, uh, seeing him up close and you know, live on television, is he even bigger? He he is, he's a he's a big guy, like, he, he's tall, strong, he's 60 years old. I'm not 60, um. Mid sixties, right? Yeah, I think he's. Uh, let's see. I've got the Google machine, so we're going to uh, look that up. Billy Gunn, age. I know this is making for uh, compelling listening for our viewers out there. Oh, he's fifty-eight. <laughs> 50 years. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's a couple years younger uh, than Stink. I think Stink is in his 60s. Yes, Stink is definitely in his 60s. Yeah. Billy Gunn is 58. So, you know, Ooh. not a. Good for him. Yeah, absolutely. Like, to look the way he does at his age. 
Yeah. Okay, what do you think? He's like 240? At least. At least. At 58. That is, uh... You got he got him and Rock are like the a great dietitians. <laughs> great dietitians, great trainers. Yeah, great, man. Uh, the whole the whole deal. Great doctors. Yeah, whole King Caputo. Right. All right. Uh, okay. What what uh, next match? Next match we see Chris Jericho, Minoru Suzuki, and Sammy Guevara taking on Eddie Kingston. Wheeler Utah and Shota Umino. Okay. So I'm surprised yeah. it wasn't the Jericho Appreciation Club doing like a thing. Well, Sammy Guevara, I don't know if he's officially in it or not yet, but he's That's... definitely got some sort of alliance there. Okay. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so, uh, so, yeah. So, and then, you know, you got to mix in some New Japan guys. Right. But uh, the match itself, I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, it was, I'm really enjoying the stuff between Kingston and Jericho. Oh, they got a little mini feud going on? Yes, yep. And uh, Kingston's super entertaining with it and uh, just wants to kill Jericho. Um, and uh, however, Jericho, Guevara, and Suzuki won the match. And uh, Bleach Report gave it a B plus. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I don't disagree. Okay. Bleacher Report notes: Suzuki's entrance music alone is over with the crowd more than a lot of stars on the roster. Is it, is it epic music? It is. It is. Oh, okay. uh, let's see. Umino's jacket should be sold on merch sites. Yeah, Umino came down with a cool leather like fire jacket. Okay. And. uh yeah, good stuff in that match. Okay. Then next up was a triple threat tag match for the Ring of Honor and New Japan IWGP tag team titles. Okay. As the team of Rapongi Vice, Trent yep. and Rocky Romero, yep. took on the New Japan IWGP Tag Team Champions, Jeff Cobb and Great Ocon. Okay. Taking on the Ring of Honor and also AAA Tag Team Champions. Yep. FTR. So wait, they're the AAA champs too? Yes, they are. Who they who they beat uh, in Mexico? Um, some Mexican tag team. They went down. So when did um, AEW and AAA have like a crossover promotional show they have for uh quite some time now actually um when uh like even when AEW first started I think Kenny Omega was the AAA world champion oh wow yeah so they've they've had a working relationship for uh quite a while okay all right cool so uh how was the match any highlights any lows um the match itself was really good um FTR is, I mean, they're just on another level right now. Oh, most definitely. I, I loved them when they were the Revival uh, in NXT. Yes, yes. And, and specifically in NXT. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, they got, yeah, unfortunately, they got lost in the sauce and they got brought up. They, they, they did, big time. Um, but with that being said, uh, right now, they are, they're clicking on all cylinders. I would say they are the best tag team in the world. 
Um, I don't know. Even over uh, the box? Even over the box. Okay. Um, I, I don't know. My 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 uh, my guys, the Creed brothers, are pretty pretty quick on all cylinders. Okay, and you know what? To be fair, I haven't watched any NXT 2.0. Shame uh, for shame. So uh, I can't. I I guess I can't comment on that one way or another. <laughs> but with that being said, with I have watched of FTR. Yeah, I think they are the the best. Yeah, I de- well, yeah, like I said, I put them in top uh, the top three. Top three, okay. Them, Creed Brothers, and who's your uh, third? Big Bucks. Okay, okay. And uh, I, I, I'm I'm really thinking about this year because I'm like I want to put um, the Street Profits in my top three. Over, would you put them over the Usos? Ooh, that's tough. That's tough. Um, right now, I can't put them over the Usos. No. Uh, so I guess uh, hmm. that's all right. So yeah, my uh, oh, what's that? All right. So the princess is putting in a vote for the Lucha Bros, um, Ray Phoenix and Pentagon. Um, so that's who she's putting in for her top tag team. Okay. And then I, I've got I've got to show respect to my boys because they're even though they're not booked like a top tag team, uh, yep. Santana and Ortiz, LAX, LAX, they they are a top tag team as well, and we'll uh, tell some sad news about them uh, a little bit later in the show. Sad news, Uh-oh. yes. But, uh, yeah, that's not good. Okay. No, no, we'll get to that later in the show. Okay. And uh, but with that being said. Um, so this this triple threat tag match, which uh, yeah. I mean you would think has potential to be a disaster, yep, um, it actually ended up being really good. Um, FTR got the win, nice, and, uh, so as they should. Yes, as they should. Uh, so they are now also the uh, New Japan IWGP Tag Team Champions of the World. All got gold all around them. Yes. As they should. As they should. Ah, all right. But, uh, pardon me, I was just taking a sip of some delicious Blackstone Lambs BCAs. And, uh, just got my, uh, recent order from, uh, their big Memorial Day sale, 35% off, um, through my homegirl, Emily Kate Clausen. For anybody out there looking for a discount on your own Blackstone Lab supplements, Go to Instagram, hit up Emily Kate Clausen. That's Emily Kate with a K, um, Clausen with a C, and uh, tell her Osiris the Champ sent you. She'll hook you up not only with a big discount, but also some free samples. And, uh, but yes, so <laughs> um, Bleacher Report, they gave the match a B, and uh, okay. I, I think they're spot on right there. Okay. So, so far, not a lot of, not, nobody's. Tipped into the A's yet? I'm I mean, so it's a very, very strong grade, and, and this, all these are multi-man matches. Yeah, and yeah. That's why, and that's why I'm like, oh, like triple threat tag. Should yeah, we mentioned that. So getting a phosphor triple threat tag is pretty amazing. Yeah, I know we mentioned earlier last week that it was like where there was any single man matches. Yeah. Very, very few. Yeah. And uh, 
one a point Bleacher Report makes. Uh, <laughs> actually, they have two funny. They have one. Cobb might be Rhino's son. Can we get Maury Povich on this? <laughs> Why do they look? Uh, uh, yeah, actually, they do look pretty similar. I, I gotta say. Okay. And uh, and then the other point they make is that. Uh, AEW needs to get a title on Trent Beretta at some point. He's been such a reliable performer for so long, and I agree with that. Um, I think he's so so underrated. Okay. And, uh, but yeah, so then next up on the card, we have a four-way match. Jeez. And, uh, right? And, uh, it is for the AEW All Atlantic Championship. Ah, so yeah, nobody from the states can uh, be in this match. Correct. It's all international wrestlers. Exactly, exactly. And uh, so we saw Pac. Uh, we saw Miro, my main okay. man. Uh, we saw Malachi Black. Where's he from? Amsterdam. Ah, okay. So he's Dutch? Yes. Okay. Speakers of Dutch. From the Netherlands. All right. All right. Yes. And who else? Just those three? And that, Nope, it was a four-way. Okay. And uh, <laughs> representing New Japan, Clark Connors. Okay. Is he? <laughs> right. Where's he from? Uh, that's a very attractive question. Uh, I, right. I, I don't know. Uh, how was it? How was it? Uh, he was all right. All he, right was uh, ultimately, he was taking the place of Tomohiro Ishii, who okay. uh, got injured. But the match didn't sound like it was that that good. Sounds like on paper, some somewhat decent. No, the match. Oh, the match was good. I'm sorry. Oh. I, I thought you were asking about Clark Connors himself. The- no, 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 I mean, uh, but how was the match? Like the match? Yeah, the, the I, match was the match was solid. Good, uh, any good, good spots? Uh, there definitely were. Miro was a house of fire. Okay. Um, and he was just tossing people around, so that was pretty awesome. Okay. Um, let's see. Bleach Report says the match had a little bit of everything without anything feeling out of place. It had the usual stuff you expect from a four-man contest, but the skill of the four men involved helped make it feel a little more improvised than some matches like this that have several pre-planned spots you can tell were rehearsed and discussed. Okay. And you Uh, agree? Yeah, I do agree. Uh, Says Connors got a huge pop when he put Miro through a table with a spear. The crowd chanted his name for a bit, but Pac taking him out put a stop to that. Okay. And were you guys uh, on your feet? Yes. Yeah. Uh, especially uh, as things crescendoed to the end. Okay. All right. And uh, Pac won the match. Do you uh, think he deserves, deserves to take the W? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have been okay with any any of the three AEW guys winning. No disrespect to Clark Connors. Um, just don't, I don't know him. Right. Uh, you know, so does that mean Pac has You don't even only- go here. Yeah, right. Does that mean Pac, does that mean Pac only has to defend against international guys? Then, yeah, I, I'm pretty curious about that at all. Okay, yeah, because there's not a lot in the promotion. Yeah. Eight, so, 
Um, so, so I don't know how that's going to work, and I, I guess we'll have to see. Unless he can take um, on the Indies, which he might, I guess. And you know, yeah, and face an international Indies guy. Because uh, AEW, they're very lax in regards to guys can hit up the Indies anytime they want, correct? Yes, but uh, well, certain guys. I mean, I think they do have some guys to exclusive deals. Okay, like the main yeah. event, like Daniel Bryan and yeah. Boxing. Well, Moxley works for GCW. Okay, which, so uh, we'll. Uh, I've got a horrible story from there to talk about later as well. Okay, okay. But uh, so moving forward. Uh, oh, and uh, Bleacher Report gave this match an A minus, and uh, yeah, I think that's deserved. So we got our first A of the evening. First A of the evening. All right. And then uh, next up. We've got the Bullet, Bullet, Bullet Club for yep. life, um, which I guess the for life really got tested and stretched here because okay. it's the Young Bucks yep. representing the Bullet Club, um, yep. along with El Fantasmo. Um, El Fantasmo, he's like the lesser known member of the Bullet Club. From uh, in New Japan? Yeah, from New Japan. Okay. Um, and they had Hikaleo in their corner. Okay. Uh, taking on Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Tak Takagi. Okay. And uh, the big thing I gotta say with this, uh-huh. um, the entrances were awesome. Um, I I popped when I heard the old Bullet Club theme song. What is that old theme song? It's the uh, it goes bu- bu- Bullet Club. For life. Uh, And uh, so I popped for that. And then uh, for Sting's entrance. Actually, number one for Darby Allen's entrance. Very cool in person. Oh, okay. Um, I I never thought much of it watching it on TV, but I'm like, oh, in person, it's pretty cool. I'm like, the the song's kind of catchy. Makes me feel like some sort of like 80s Daft Punk kind of thing. Okay. Um, and then uh, just like the energy when he comes out and like the, yeah, it's very cool. Okay. Um, but then talk about very cool in person, Sting. Um, and, and I thought we were going to have an Owen Hart moment. And I don't say that to be mean or cruel or, or what have you. I, this is just legitimately what went through my head. Um, so, you know, Sting's music hits. He doesn't come out. It's like, what's going on? And then all of a sudden, the spotlight hits the rafters. Like in the old WCW NWL days when Sting would be up in the rafters. Yep. And there was Sting. And I'm like, oh, he's going to come down on the thing like he used to do. Yep. And that's why I was like, oh, like, I feel like that's a bad idea, <laughs> you know, just because something could go wrong. Yep. But then it turned out um, he was not coming down from the rafters. The lights went out. The lights came back on. He was on top of the entrance, uh, okay. like the uh, the tunnels that they come out of. Okay. He was on top of it, and he dove off of that onto the Bucks and the Bullet Club. Nice. So he did a high spot. Yes, crazy high spot to start the show or right. start the match. Okay. But uh, four guys catching you—that's pretty safe. I mean, yeah, but things can go haywire. Absolutely, absolutely. But I felt a lot more comfortable with that than the idea of him coming down from the top of the rafters. Yeah. And uh, Sting, Darby Allen, and Shingo Takagi 
They won the match. Okay. Bleacher Report gave it a B. You agree with that assessment? Um, yeah, I, I'd agree with that. Okay. And uh, it's funny. Bleacher Report says, seeing Sting take big bumps from dives at his age is both scary and amazing at the same time. He is truly yeah. a legend. Man in the 60s. Right? Craziness. Um, next up, the AEW Women's uh, Championship. Okay. Thunder Rosa yep. versus Tony Storm. Okay. We had a thunderstorm of a match, if you will. <laughs> How'd you dig it? Uh, uh, nothing. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it was good, actually. Um, very solid. Bleach Report gave it an A minus, and uh, I might have wow. had a B plus, but you know, either way. Who uh, retained? Uh, well, who, who walked out with as a team? You hit the nail on the head. Thunder okay. Rosa retained her title. Were they, uh, I'm sure, think, you think they'll do a few with her and Jade in the upcoming future? I don't think so. I think they should keep those two far apart. How come? It wouldn't be good TV? Um, I don't think it would be. I, I think Jade needs to keep her TBS title and keep her dominant streak. Okay. And she can't do that against the Thunder Rosa. Why not? Um, Thunder Rosa's the world champ. Like, so Thunder Rosa yeah, it could be similar, look strong. It could be similar like Hogan and Warrior, WrestleMania 6. It could be, but it's not going to be as good. You don't think so? I don't think so. Okay. All right. But all good stuff. Um, let's see. No big, big notes really from Bleacher Report. Okay. Um, so next up was the match. I did not understand why it was on the card. One of the best in the world, Will yep. Ospreay. Yep. Taking on the company mascot. OC. That's Little Dog Pockets. Yep. Orange Cassidy. Okay. How was it? So here's what I'm going to say. Yep. Go again. And uh, this is another one. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say this, and I might show up at, at AEW, and Orange Cassidy might want to smack me. He might want to punch me right in the mouth. Yep. Um, going into this match, I, I was vehemently against the idea of Orange Cassidy getting the privilege of wrestling Will Ospreay. Yep. Um, and I came up with several members of the roster who I would have rather seen. Uh, either member of Private Party, Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, um, Darby Allen. um, Well, Andrade was supposed to be the match, but he got pulled because of the problems with AAA. Um, Right. It is. But but yeah, I mean, again, I could just go on and on and on. Trent Beretta, I would have rather seen uh, take on Will Ospreay. Like, so, so many people, so many talents. Yep. Um, as the match started, I was like, oh, this is this is horrible. And why yep. is Will Ospreay having to waste his time like this? Yep. The last five minutes of that match, yep. I paid for my whole seat. I only needed the edge. Oh, wow. Impressive. Yes. The so OCs uh, won you over? Um, not fully. <laughs> because here, here's the thing. I'm like, if you could do this, 
Like, why don't you do that? <laughs> like, that's not, well, I guess that's not your stick. Could you say that again? Hmm. I'm having no, trouble I, hearing you. I can't say it again. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's just not his stick, though. But it was, oh, it was, it was frustrating and infuriating. Nah. Uh, because it was like, wow, this is so good. Uh, like, they were going back and forth trading moves, like, you know, and, and Cassie was taking it serious. Yeah. Uh, but but we had to wait for the last five minutes for that. Okay. All right. What did uh, Bleacher give it? Bleacher Report gave it an A+. Plus. Oh, wow. Do you agree with that assessment? I'm going to go A- minus just because of the last five minutes, and the last five minutes pulled it from, like, a B to an A-. minus. Okay. That's for me and my flavor of ice cream. Okay. All right, cool. And maybe I don't get Orange Cassidy. Uh, you know, I, I was uh, doing security for Ricochet at an Evolve show one time. Yep. And uh, just name dropping. Uh, <laughs> let me pick that up real quick. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and um, he was so excited that Orange Cassidy and Velveteen Dream were going to be having a match. And I was like, what? Like, maybe I don't get it. <laughs> like, and I didn't. But he was like so hyped. Like, he's like grabbing me. He's like, come on, we got to go watch this. <laughs> <laughs> and that uh, was a match. Um, not my flavor of ice cream. Okay. All right. It was, uh, you know, it, it was all gimmick. Okay. Okay. But people loved it. Yeah, sometimes you need a break and, you know, pop out the gimmicks. Yeah, you know, to, re- wrestling's supposed to be the, the three-ring circus. Exactly. If, if you don't like the bears, you'll like the clowns. If you don't like the clowns, you'll like the trapeze artists, right? Exactly. So, uh, yes. Um, good stuff there. Next up, we had Zack Sabre Jr. taking on his mystery opponent, uh-huh. who uh, we found out to be Claudio Castagnoli. A.K.A. Cesaro. Yes. The King of Swing. Yes, sir. The, he's Swiss, uh, Swiss, right? Yes, he is. Okay. All right. The Swiss Superman. Yeah, but his name sounds Italian. It does sound Italian, actually. That, that's kind of funny. Uh-uh. Like, if you said the name, would you be like, is he a Swiss or is he a Italian? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, he is Swiss. He's got the Swiss flag all over him. Yep. And uh, very proud of his Swiss. How is Zach Sabre as a performer? I enjoy him not- because I enjoy technical wrestling. Okay. The princess, okay. not a big fan. Uh-huh. <clears throat> But uh, with that said, Bleacher Report enjoyed the match thoroughly, giving it an A+. You agree? I'd go A to A+. I've got no problem with that. Give it a 95 out of 100. Did he break out the giant swing? He did break out the giant swing. Nice. And uh, so, yes. um, Let's see. I'm just going through the Bleacher Report. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, <laughs> the crowd, the crowd really wanted to see the big swing, and yep. they let out a collective groan when Zack Saber Jr. countered it. But when they <laughs> finally got to see it, everyone was happy again. How did he counter it? Um, I don't remember what he did actually. Oh, okay. Um, but something cool. Okay. Was, <laughs> I just remember it was a really cool technical match. Okay. And uh, 
And that's that means the- um, he can he can uh, Claudio he can contest for the Atlantic belt too, right? Yes, yes he, he can. can. Uh, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> all right, cool. I guess Penta and Phoenix. Yeah, they could contest for it. International guys, <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess whoever they bring in from other places. Yep. Yeah. Where we got working relationships. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Cool. Um, but yeah, back to the Zach Saber and uh, Claudio match. Uh, any highlights that you enjoyed from it? Um, just the match as a whole. Um, I just remember being in my seats and being like, "Wow! Like this is just such good wrestling." Okay. And uh, then next up on the card for the New Japan IWGP World Championship. Yep. Got Adam Cole, baby. Okay. All right. Taking on Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker. Which initially wasn't his wife supposed to give birth? Yes. Um, So he was expected he would not be there, but I don't know if they induced it early or what happened. Yep. But uh, he was there. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Taking on Hangman Page. Cowboy. Cowboy. Cowboy ish. Cowboy ish. Um, taking on the New Japan IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, the Switchblade. Jay, Jay White. White. All right. So we got on paper, it sounds it should be in the rate as an A on paper. Yeah. And I would say they, they succeeded. Um, okay. The match was off the hook until the finish. Why? Wow, what happened on the finish? Well, unbeknownst to us at the time, Adam Cole had a concussion. Ah, from and, when? Um, like, looks like he, he looks like he took a nasty drop kick from uh, Okada. Oh, okay. And uh, that that's where he got the concussion. Uh, so he went full blast of his head then. Yes, which I mean, and I say this with no disrespect to Adam Cole, but he's short. Okay. And Okada's got a high drop kick. And I know from my own experience, like with, with my drop kick, not, you know, um, when you when it's a shorter guy, you're you're easier to hit them on the head. Um it's supposed to use full force though. Uh I well he might not have meant to. He might not have you know, might have just been a this is how I do my drop kick kind of situation. Okay. A- and uh when I used to wrestle Paul Hudson, Paul Hudson actually was the one he would jump. To, to meet me in the air with the drop kick, so that way he was getting drop kicked on the chest. Why was he sh- shorter? Like, yeah, Paul Hudson was shorter than you. Short. Oh, okay. How tall is he? I would put about five nine. He might beat me up for saying that, but I feel like that's how tall he is. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, but yeah, so uh, but yeah, he used to jump up and uh, you know, so and it also made the move look better because it's like, wow, you've got this big midair collision, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he used to be one of my favorite people to wrestle, um, but uh, but yeah, so I thought this four way was an awesome match, uh, up until the finish where uh, unfortunately Adam Cole uh, did not kick out, um, of. I don't remember what it was. He was being pinned. And uh, so the ref counted three and then waved it off. <laughs> so, so, yeah. It became very confusing. I say, what? 
yeah. Uh, like the ref's like one, two, three. Like stops for a second. It's like no two, two. He's like, oh, I saw the kick out. Yeah, yeah. So it was very, uh, it was all very weird and confusing. And then to make it even more weird and confusing, um, Okada went to give Adam Cole the rainmaker, yeah. and Cole just dropped. Oh, okay. And Jay White just came in, threw Okada out, and literally just got on top of Cole, and it was a fast one, two, three, like everybody out. Oh, uh, did they throw up the X? Uh, no. Um, but it, and that's why I say, you know, at the time uh, it wasn't known what, what the issue was. And yeah. that and that was the finish right there. So there was no point to throw up. Like, they, they just called it right there. Like, Jay oh, White okay. just got on top of them and they just went home. So okay. no, they didn't need to throw up the X. They, they were just sending it. I got you. But I think uh, they had folks come from the back to help them. Oh, back yeah. To the- yeah, yeah. The doctor, uh, I forget the doctor's name, but uh, he came out there and they, yeah, they brought him to the back. Okay. Um, turns out so yeah turns out concussion and he had been wrestling with a torn labrum what's that uh, shoulder oh okay and uh, so now since he's got the concussion and has to be out for that yeah uh, he's gonna get the shoulder surgery too they think and so he'll be out for a few months that makes sense give him tough time to recover yeah yeah uh, so that's a blow for the company do they have a concussion protocol for them? I think they do. In fact, they definitely do, because that's why Daniel Bryan wasn't on the show. How come? Uh, he, he has a concussion. Really? Another one? Yeah. When did it happen? Not sure. Okay, well, it had to happen yeah. a couple months ago. You think he'll be retiring soon? I don't think so. Is that like number four or three for him? Something like that. That's good. But uh, you know, I I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he's all right. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, so Bleacher Report um, gave the match an A. Okay. And uh, I don't disagree. I think that's a fair fair score. Okay. And let's see. Yeah, uh, Okada's entrance impression yep. so yep. cool. Um, right. When the uh, you hear the coins drop. Like, it's just like, oh, man, like, you just feel like this energy. Yep. Um, so that was cool. And the energy for the match. You've got four stars in there. Yep. Um, so, yeah, um, that was pretty awesome. Um, it's funny that one of the Bleach Report notes, Cole and Paige have mastered the super kick counter to a moonsault spot, which is what? a hangman page goes for the moonsault. Yep. And Adam Cole hits him with a super kick. Oh, okay. Off the turnbuckle? Yeah. All right. Impressive. So, yeah. Yep. Good stuff there. And then uh, the the uh, main event for the interim AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Yep. John Moxley. Yep. Taking on Hiroshi Tanahashi. Yep. And uh, I enjoyed the match better than I thought I would. Okay. Um, with that being said, the princess enjoyed it less than she thought she would. Okay. Um, okay. So each went in kind of with differing expectations. And it's funny, yep. we probably each enjoyed the match the same, just had okay. different expectations going into it. Okay. But uh, it was a solid match. 
Um, I don't know personally if I would have made Moxley the champ, but I'm like, when I think about who's really available, I'm like, oh, I kind of get it. Yeah. Um, just with everybody being hurt. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it was good stuff. Moxley came out in the end, with the, won the belt, and then uh, the show went off the air with like a big brawl. Um, with Jericho Appreciation Society and Moxley and Kingston and Claudio. Was um, Rico there? Since Moxley's his like, guy? Um, yes. Yes, he was. I had to think about that, but I'm like, yes, he was. Okay. And uh, so that was cool. And uh, yeah, that was Forbidden Door. And then uh, coming so you out of that, about that last match, you don't really have any <laughs> other <laughs> highlights about it. And uh, yeah, because I'm just like, hey, it was. It was mid. Yeah, it was like. What, you give it? What's up? Would it have given an, an, an A? You would give it something a little lower. Yeah, I'd have it at a B, B plus. Uh, yeah. I think the A was generous given who was in it. I got you. Okay. All right. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But uh, but yeah, um, that was Forbidden Door. And then uh, I guess let's talk um, AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts. Well, wait, wait, real back, real quick to Forbidden Door. Yeah. All in all, do you think it was worth it with the whole collab with New Japan? Uh, they made the best they could with what they had. Okay. You know, if if you see this again, or you good for a while. I mean, I'm hoping they do it again next year with a healthy roster. Okay, that that's what I'm hoping for. And also, do you feel like they should add like storylines to these reasons for these matches instead of just throwing them together because of namesakes? Yes, um, okay. I, I think they they should have. They, they should have either been one of two things. It should have either been storylines. Yep. Or it should have been like, our company is taking on your company. You put your best together, we'll put our best together and duel it out, you know, to see who's the best. Okay. Which, that 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 in itself, I guess, would be the storyline. Okay. Um, but yeah, I would have done it one of those two ways. Okay. Um... But but yeah, so then coming out of Forbidden Door, going into AEW Dynamite Blood and Guts, yep, um, which is uh, basically their version of War Games. Oh, like uh, NXT, kind of, um, you know, or like WCW. But that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> bought. Vince got that now, so it's no longer <laughs> baby. But yeah, so they had two. Um, but what was the, the what was the reason that? If you go through like a gimmick match like that, why not just do it on your Forbidden Door pay per view? Well, Stand with just like a TV thing. Probably two reasons. Okay. Um, one, Forbidden Door was about AEW versus New Japan. Right, you couldn't do a New Japan AEW War Games match. I mean, you'd need a real big story to tell that. Like War Games is to end the blood feud. You know, that's the point of it. Oh, okay. Uh, but if you have two companies, wouldn't that make more sense to end the blood feud? Um, again, like there's a reason to, why these two companies are facing each other so you'd have to really give that time and flesh that out oh but which, the other yeah thing, it goes back to 
They should do. They should do a story just instead of just slapping names together. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you there. But uh, but then the other problem with two and blood and guts for the uh, pay per view, you got the two rings and that giant cage. Ah, okay, okay, all right. So yeah, so that would be the other the uh, the logistical issue, if you will. So who has the blood feud? It was uh, Jericho Appreciation Society taking on Eddie Kingston, Santana and Ortiz, John Moxley, Wheeler Yuta, and Claudio Casagnoli taking the place of Brian Dings. Oh, okay. Okay. And uh, first and foremost, this match was wild and out of control. Wild, out of control, good, or wild, out of control, terrible? Wild and out of control, good. Okay. Um, everybody was bleeding. Um, it was crazy. It was mayhem. Okay. But with that being said, uh, first I'm just going to get the bad news out of the way right away. Yep. Um, Santana uh, completely, um, and we don't know the extent of the injury yet, but he like completely shattered his knee. Uh, like uh, uh, off the top thing? Not like easy. That's the craziest thing. Uh, okay. He was giving a urinagi. Okay. Rock bottom. Oh, wow. And uh, it's just one of those freak accidents. Okay. All right. Um, you know, planted the wrong way and this was done. Um, and, and it's shame. Like, again, freak thing. Um, and it's coming. He, he literally, he just got in the ring. <clears throat> one of those, like, house of fire things. He hit someone with something, hit someone with something. <laughs> and then you're an Augie rock bottom. And boom he, he was the, you know they're throwing up the X and getting him out of there <clears throat> did you see uh, like the actual like need this shatter or no no oh, at the time cool. couldn't tell what happened like you just like wait a minute like you just hit that like, yep. like and then why why can't he get up yeah but the reports that's what they're reporting like he, he tore like his ACL MCL and all the things yeah so yeah he's gonna have to sit for a minute but thanks yes. to these technology has advanced that like they can make you even stronger when you yes, no, I mean, you know I, I think they'll come back okay yeah you'll but, probably be out for like a half a year I imagine yeah and here's where the crazy thing is so the news reports are saying his contract is up in September yep and apparently he wanted to test free agency and uh cause he hasn't been happy with how he's been being used really yes well I thought has been booked relatively strong no, um, they've they've basically just been Jericho's like jobbers. Okay, all right. And it's also believed that there may be a rift between Santana and Ortiz. Like uh, an actual? Yeah, like an actual. Oh, oh wow! Over what though? Is they like money? Who knows? Um, if, they're, if they're both getting treated like jobbers, like I mean, it's not like one's getting more liked than other than. No, although I could totally see like Ortiz being like, "Oh, bro, like you know, we're getting paid good, we're having fun," yeah. And Santana being like, "Nah, man, like we should be like doing this and that." Like you know, Santana, he likes being a top guy, like, and it's respected as a top wrestler. Yeah, well, he's when he was in uh, when they were in Impact, they were pretty much you know top of the food chain for tag teams. Yes, Not big problem. and uh, and they were. Before that, they were garnering that on the Indies. Yeah, so I can understand. And then bets—they have—they've been in business for a minute. 
Yeah, yep. I trained with uh, Santana back in the day, back at the uh, Maximo School. I trained with both of them, actually. Uh, how uh, school? Good guys. Great guys. Great uh, trainers. Uh, the Maximos. No, uh, thing with you, you know Santana, Santana and, uh, and Ortiz. Yeah, Ortiz. no, no, we were training together. Like they weren't. Oh, I, oh we, were, we were all students of the Maximos. The SATs. I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. Cool. But, uh, but yeah, no, they are two great guys, um, Santana and Ortiz. Uh, nothing but love every time we see each other. Uh, Ortiz put over my drop kick uh, on like big a podcast time. one time, so I'm pumped about that. What podcast was this? I don't know. It was something back in the day. And like he was just talking about his match. And he's like, oh, yeah, like this guy at the time, I was simply God's best, G.A. West. Yeah. He's just like, oh, he's like the G.A. West guy with this crazy drop kick. Like, crazy dropkick <laughs> nice well, okay all right um any um uh highlights with this uh takeover ma- uh, the war games match um so blood and guts uh blood trademarks guts. trademark pal trademark. Um, <laughs> like i said everybody was bleeding um it was pretty crazy um very violent um the finish of the match was very interesting um here this this was some good booking was, first of all, in a match like a gimmick match like this, were there any botches? Um, was it pretty relatively clean? It didn't get I'm, sloppy. I'm gonna say it was pretty relatively clean, but I honestly need to go back and watch it. Okay. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, I was. Uh, what? Why was what was going on with this? Why was I not fully? This was Wednesday night. Yeah. Oh, that's right. We were at the hotel. Um, okay. So, yeah, uh, we were in Connecticut. We were at a hotel. Um, so I wasn't able to, like, usually I would rewind stuff. And, you know, you pause, like, and you got to go to the bathroom or whatever. But yep. we were watching it live. And uh, so, so yeah, so I need to go back and rewatch it. But with okay. that being said, I loved the finish. Oh, Okay. Uh, the uh, because uh, going into the well, going so th- this feud has been going on for a few months, yep. And throughout the whole thing, Eddie Kingston and Brian Danielson have had a side, okay, because Kingston doesn't like Danielson, okay. And then apparently, Kingston and Claudio Castagnoli had a feud on the Indies, okay. I didn't know that until now. Uh, okay. But uh, so with Castagnoli taking Danielson's place, Kingston okay. brought up, he's like, I don't like this guy. I've always had a problem with this guy. And and he's like, and this guy's not what you all think he is. Okay. The finish of the match, Eddie Kingston's got Jericho in a submission. Yep. On the top of the cage. Okay. Claudio Castagnoli climbs to the top of the cage with... Uh, one of the members of Jericho Appreciation Society, one of the 2.0 guys. I, I don't know what his new name is, though. Okay. And to be fair, I didn't know their old names either, but I'm a huge fan of them as a team. Okay. Um, but uh, the, the smaller of the two uh, is up there at the top of the cage. Claudio Castagnoli takes him down, puts him in the sharpshooter. Yep. And he taps. Okay. And, and, so, and so it's one of those things where the team wins... Castagnoli's happy he's celebrating. Kingston's upset though because yep. he had Jericho in the submission and he wanted, you know, his feud is with Jericho. He wanted Jericho right. to tap to get that satisfaction. Right. And he didn't get the satisfaction. Ah, uh, okay. 
And so now he, he's like mad at Castagnoli. <laughs> and, and Castagnoli's like, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, we yeah. really won the match. Like, but he stole his thunder. Right. So I'm like, oh, that that's good booking. Okay. All right. <clears throat> that'll uh that'll lead to something. Any matches to this blood and gut aside from the war games type match? Um, yes. That match itself was the last hour of the show. Okay. Um, because it was still uh, it was still a standard uh TV taping show of dynamite. Yeah, Other yeah. Segments. Yep, two hours, okay. but uh the last um Last hour was the blood and guts match because you know it's like every I don't know four minutes or whatever someone goes in and blah blah blah. blah. But uh, yeah, the beginning of the show uh, was pretty solid as well. Um, pulling it up here on the Google machine, we saw Orange Cassidy take on All Ego Ethan Page. So which, Page and Scorpio are they no longer uh, attack? Um, I don't know if they ever were attacked technically. Yeah, they were um, the, uh, what was their tag team name? Men of the Year. Yes. And they still go by that, but I don't remember them ever wrestling tag matches. Really? Yeah, like they come out together for their singles matches, but I don't feel like they ever wrestled tag matches. I thought they even had, like, the, they never even had the belts? No, they're definitely not. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, Good match, him and uh, O.C.? Bleacher Report gave it a B. Um, I don't know. It was all right. Okay. Um, You're not a fan of either one of them, so it doesn't make it <laughs> easy, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And uh, But, you know, all good. I like Dan Lambert. He was fun. He can talk, that's for sure. Yeah, he can. He can cut a promo with the best of them. Big time. Big time. Um, and then uh, next up... Christian Cage newly turned heel. Okay. Um, and then he introduced newly turned heel Luchasaurus. What'd you feel about it? I loved the entrance. Uh, they gave him a bunch of uh, fire. So wait, where's Jungle Boy? Uh, Jungle Boy's injured. Oh, for how long? <laughs> uh, possibly a couple months. What was his injury? I want to say he was also shoulder, but I don't remember, honestly. Oh, okay. But I, I know, yeah, he got hurt, too. And I was like, geez, like, everybody. Because, yeah, Jungle Boy would have been better against Will Ospreay. You think but, so? Uh, possibly. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, Luchasaurus was an all-black, including a black mask. Oh, wow. No more green mask. No more green so, mask. Did they explain how he switched and became heel? Uh, Christian, Christian Cage basically got in his ear. About what? Christian Cage came out, cut a probo, and he said, you know, and now, you know, here's my new guy, but, you know, more serious, Luchasaurus. Yeah. And, uh, but they gave him, like, you know, big, uh, like, fire coming up, like, from the ground uh, entrance. Okay. Um, so I'm like, all right. It looked really cool. He looked good. I like him better as a heel. Okay. Um, he took on Serpentico and just tossed him around. Okay. Um, Bleach Report gave the match a C, and that's fair. Um, they gave Christian Cage's promo an A. So is Christian done with wrestling? His full time manager? 
That's a good question. I, I mean, I feel like at some point um, he's going to have to wrestle Jungle Boy. Okay. And uh, uh, Bleacher Report, one of their notes, Cage insulted Jungle Boy's family before motioning for the young star's mother to call him. Hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good stuff there. Okay. And then uh, next up, Danhausen and FTR taking on the Gun Club and Max Caster. What are these random like programs? This is not a match that's just like slapped together. It really was. It felt very WWE. I want to say I want to say WWE slaps random matches together. I mean, they used to. Oh, okay. I was gonna say now it seems like well on, on the NXT 2.0 side of things, it's very cohesive. Okay, hey, funny you say that. I was listening to <sighs> what was I listening to? Oh, what culture? Um, what culture wrestling? They yeah. did a podcast talking about what will happen uh, when Vince McMahon steps down from creative. Okay, and they mentioned that NXT 2.0 it is very cohesive as opposed to Raw and SmackDown. Oh, really? And they said that uh, NXT 2.0 is booked for Vince McMahon, but he doesn't book it. Okay. And so it's uh, the the writers there, the stuff's not ripped up every week, so they have the ability to just move forward with their storylines. But I guess like with SmackDown and Raw, Vince McMahon shows up and just rips everything up the day of the show. It's like, no, we're doing it this way now. Why does he continue to do that? It doesn't help his ratings. He's crazy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, like that's you know, I, I don't know. Like that's what you know. Um, it's the only thing that I, I could think makes sense. Like you know, and I, I guess when you have money like that, you call it eccentric. Yeah. But um, you and know, then Khan like, takes over. He, hopefully, he won't do that. Make those same mistakes. Oh, I don't think he will. Uh, <laughs> I think it'll be a very, very different run. Uh, product at that point in time. Yeah. But it's going to be very interesting to see. Um, I I think Stephanie McMahon and Triple H are going to uh, get more power than we believed that they would. Uh, I don't know. They're going to get Nick out the pink. Out the paint. Um, <laughs> I, I know what you're saying. But, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, I, I think that... Uh, Nick Khan wants to, and I'm basing this on some stuff I listen to. Like these aren't my own ideas. Yeah, but uh, but it sounds like Nick Khan wants to present the company like it's a family-run business and always has been for years. Makes and sense. For that reason, you would keep Stephanie and Triple H in there. Yeah, helps um, with the investors. Yeah, um, and that's no different than uh, Dana White in UFC. Um, well, Dana no, White is a family-run though. No, it's not family-run, but Dana White's no longer the owner of UFC. He sold it years ago. Really? Yeah. Huh. Um, but they keep him on as president because people want no, to see Dana White. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because the Freitas brothers. Yeah. yeah. Them and some, some financial group. Oh, okay. That owns it. Um, which I don't remember the name of the group, but you know how those sort of things work. Like uh, like the XFL. The Rock doesn't own XFL. It's like the Rock's financial group. Oh, so it's not seven bucks? 
it's not seven bucks. It's something else. It's something that like him, his ex-wife Danny Garcia, and like someone else put together. Oh, and I think Nick Khan. <laughs> oh, okay. So Nick Khan has his hands in seven bucks. Not in seven bucks, but whatever oh, this, this other group that The Rock okay. put together. All right. Good for him. So, Making money. Absolutely. Nick Khan is a uh, mover and shaker. And the, the thing I was listening to that was talking about him and said, guys like this, that they only stay at companies for four or five years. Like, that's how their role works. You get in, like, you make the get company worth as much as you can, and you yeah. sell it. Like, yeah. Right. And uh, so it's like, all right, well, he's been there, I feel like, for, you know, at least a couple of years now. Okay. So he must be working towards trying to make those moves. Yeah. Which maybe he's the one that leaked the defense thing. He's like, I got to get this guy out of the way. Right. <laughs> well, The Rock has been mentioned that, you know, possibly taking over, you know, yeah. WWE. Which, so. uh, I could see that being good for the company, just just having his name involved. Yeah, but then it could be some nepotism. Oh, with his daughter? Oh, and just, you know, Uso, like any one of Simone descent. Well, they're, they're already the top of the food chain anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Unless you're uh, Nia Jax. Well, yeah. She, well, she's no longer a wrestler. She's a model. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> his, uh, his influence kind of help her out. But do we know who she's related to anyways? I thought she, ain't she like one of Snooker's kids or something like that? She's somehow related to him, maybe, I think. Okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. That's, t- that's Tamia. Tamina's his kid, yeah. Right. But yeah, I'm like, I don't know who Nia Jax is related to. I am still surprised that uh, Vincent reached out to Haku's sons and got him from, get them from Japan. And, uh, yeah. Well, I don't know if he, I think he's had tryouts. Okay. If I recall, Hopefully. I think he's had tryouts and didn't want to go. Okay. Which, uh, I mean, I think he gets treated really well in Japan. Yeah, probably. And just the namesake of his father being one of like, the toughest guys. Oh, yeah. You know. No, for sure. But, um... Oh, but, oh. yeah. What's that? No, so, any other highlights of Blood and Guts? Uh, other highlights of Blood and Might. Guts. Um, Jade Cargill took on Layla Gray. Pretty okay. much a squash match. Oh, really? gave it a C plus. You agree with that assessment? I mean, yeah, I guess so. Just again, it was pretty much a squash match. Was what it was. Okay. Um, and then apparently Red Velvet is out with an injury. What happened? Uh, doesn't say. Oh, all right. Um, I will say though, Stokely Hathaway definitely had uh, some of his best, best, best work in this match. That man is Malcolm Bivens. I don't yeah. know who this Stokely Hathaway is. <laughs> he was hilarious. Um, it's funny with Leila Gray. Yep. Um, after the match, he's like, Homegirl hasn't even filled out a W2. Yeah, I was going to say, doesn't he manage the baddies? Yeah, them and Jade Cargo. Yeah, yeah, So Because I, I thought for the minute that he was just floating around, so I wasn't sure if they have him doing no, something. No, he's officially with them. Okay. And cool. uh, when uh, Statlander and Athena, uh, they they came out formerly Ember Moon, um, but uh, how's she, how she how's she doing, em, em, Ember? Um, I haven't really seen her wrestle much yet, so she's just been kind of coming out doing run-ins. Okay. 
And uh, but her and Chris Statler Lander came out and said they've been overlooked and they they deserve a title shot. <laughs> uh, a little was, presumptuous. <laughs> he's like, you're not overlooked. You're just lazy. <laughs> Hysterical. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, so, uh, I'm enjoying him. Okay. And then, uh, yeah, those are really the highlights from Blood and Guts, aside from Blood and Guts itself. Okay. All right, cool. Um, did you watch 2.0 this week? I did. Um, trying to, all this AEW talk, I can't, like, remember. But, like, well, uh, any highlights from NXT? Uh, oh, there's more the uh, dissension between uh, the Creed brothers and Roddy and um, the new wrestler guy, the amateur guy. Uh, oh, Gable Stevenson's brother, right? Gable Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have a match because... Basically, it's Rod against uh, the Creed brothers, but like Gabe is somewhat like stuck between the two. So, but he's side with Roddy for the time being. Okay. But the th- thing is, but like with Gabe, I like it, he's, he's somewhat like smaller than everybody. Else, as far really? as like, or if you got appointment like a big, big hoss type of guy, you know what I'm saying? Like a Brock 2.0. Well, well, that's that's not Gable Stevenson. It's his brother that's on there right now. Oh really? Yeah, oh, yeah. all right. My bad. No, no bad. Oh yeah, I, I, was, I was like, you don't seem that big in like his size. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's Gable Stevenson's brother. Oh, so what's his brother's name? I don't know. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> but but I know that he's on NXT 2.0. Um, oh, okay. Gable Stevenson okay. is like doing. I don't so know if he's still in college, maybe. I think. Okay. Although he should no, he should have graduated. I feel like. Okay, so will we see him in the ring before the Rumble this year or after? I'm gonna say after, because yeah, he, he graduated college this year, so that would have probably just been a couple months ago. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, what are we? We're in July right now. I feel like yep. graduation's like May. Well, that'd be dope. Like if they if him and his brother tagged up and then like they do a program against like the Creed brothers. Cause the Creed brothers are also amateur wrestlers too. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be like a dope like feud. So I definitely I I might have to start watching for some of that. And then obviously uh Baby Steiner. Uh he <laughs> is feuding against um uh to the moon. Um Oh Cameron Grimes. Yep, yep. Which surprisingly he's uh like at first I wasn't really like digging it. I mean his stick was funny and stuff like that. It was cool, but like I really wasn't like looking for his matches, but he's slowly getting better. Okay, okay. Yeah. To um, the moon. And, uh, what else? Wait, so what is else? he a heel now? No. Uh, they're doing like a, it's like a tweener. Gotcha. So I guess like him and, uh, Steiner. So, like, uh, I guess face rock and face stone cold type of thing. I don't know. Okay, uh, gotcha, gotcha. But, uh, what else? Um, Tony, what's his face? Um, uh, uh, him and his, Angelo. Yes, uh, him and his crew are still feuding with Garcia. Uh, is Garcia? Oh, um, what is their name? The, the Latino guys, right? So they're doing because, yeah, so they're still feuding, but it's cool because you know they have to work for him because after that, their last match, but they're costing him matches at the same time, so okay, okay. And then, uh, since you'll watch 2.0, but this has got Grayson Waller. Uh, yep. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's cool. Um, he's, uh, but... Is he British or Australian or something like that? I want to say Australian, but he's been feuding with uh, the other, there's another Samoan wrestler. Siko, um, uh, yes, something, yeah. So they've been going back and forth. Okay, okay. That one, I don't, I, I saw that. Those are like hasn't really hold my attention just as yet. So yeah. <clears throat> but all I, in all, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it. All right, nice. <clears throat> Definitely have to uh, check that out. Yep. Uh, last night was Money in the Bank. Really? Today's Sunday, though. Yes, they did it on a Saturday. How come? Um, I honestly think they thought they were bigger than the UFC. Oh, the UFC was today? I mean, from yesterday? Yeah, UFC was last night, too. Oh? And, uh, both shows were in Vegas. Okay. And uh, originally, WWE had it booked for uh, the Raiders Stadium. Okay. But due to low ticket sales, they had to move it to the MGM Grand. Really? They get low ticket sales? Yeah. Oh, wow. But uh, I think it's because they thought they could beat UFC on UFC's home turf. And yeah, like, well, that's, that's foolish. <laughs> like, That'd be know? like UFC being a mess it's where guy for like right. WrestleMania or something like that. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, you're just not going not gonna to do it. And I think they thought they were going to flex. Ah. But I didn't even know my yesterday, so it could have been advertising, too. Yeah, yeah, it's been pretty poorly advertised. Yeah, I would agree with that. So, who's the headline? Uh, headliners. Well, the uh, men's Money in the Bank match was who was in it? Ah, uh, wow, this is horrible. I can't even think. Of, and and to be fair, I didn't watch it. Uh, it was Drew McIntyre, Sami Zayn. Um, who else was in there? Seth Rollins. Um, and like three other people. <laughs> okay. Um, and then the women's money in the bank side was Becky Lynch, Asuka, Lacey Evans. Asuka still wrestles? I thought she uh, left for like back home. No, you may be thinking of Kyrie Sane. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, okay. Who was her tag partner briefly? Oh, okay. So Oscar's still moving and shaking, huh? Oscar's still moving and shaking. Literally. Nice. Um, nice. And, <laughs> yes. Um, Alexa Bliss, Liv Morgan, and uh, one other person I think was in that. I did watch the women's Money in the Bank match. How was that? Um, it was all right. Um, what's that? And I said, okay. So yeah, it felt uh, there were some spots that were kind of oh, Shotzi Blackheart was the other one that was in there. Okay. So, I say there were some spots in there. Where it's like ooh, you're not ready for this. <laughs> uh, one of those That's was terrible. Shotzi Blackheart. She tried to do the Shelton Benjamin run up the ladder spot and like slipped through the ladder. Ooh, yeah. Um, thankfully, I think she's okay, but uh, but it looked bad watching it. It's like, oh yeah, you're not ready for this. Uh, yeah, yeah. And there were just some other spots that were kind of like that. Like at okay. one point, like we, we, like we saw the referees like telling the girls to use like a different ladder because the one they were trying to use was like busted. Like you know, like, uh, yeah. They've been fairly quick, uh, easily. Yeah, they do. They do. Oh. Yeah. Um, but uh, but it was all right. Match. Uh, I was shocked at who won. Who won? 
Liv Morgan. Why would you be shocked? Is, is she one like the one of the names? I mean, she's a name, but like I don't know. I don't feel like she's ever like in the title conversation. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Well, it's time. It's good to see a, a a name that isn't there. You know. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely. Nice to you know. Nice to see something different. Yep. Um, I didn't watch the match, but I saw the spoiler. Uh-huh. That, uh, Bobby Lashley and Austin Theory they had a match for the U.S. title. Okay. And uh, Bobby Lashley won surprisingly. Why would that be surprising? Well, he, the, he's a former heavyweight champ. Yes, um, but the rumor is that Austin Theory is going to be taking on Cena at SummerSlam. What? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> so why? Why? Uh, why is Austin Theory not Austin Theory? Oh, okay. I was we used to Austin Theory. I was thinking Austin Creed, aka oh, that's, Xavier. That's, that's why I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Too many Austins. Steve Austin. Like, Austin I wonder if that's why he's no longer Austin Theory. I still call him that. Oh. But uh, he's just Theory. Oh, oh, they're back to the one names again? Yep. Why Riddle's they do that? Riddle. Yeah, why, why? Is it like an attention span thing? I don't know. Murphy, with, with Buddy Murphy with Murphy. <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. Which, uh, I don't know. I feel like Vince, like, gets it in his head. He's like, oh, he's like, you know, big stars have one name, like Cher, Madonna. Yeah, but even his biggest stars had two names. Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, The Rock. Well, The Rock is kind of one. It's not like they call, it's not like they call him Rock. Well, I mean, <laughs> well, they, like, maybe on, like, a promo, like, Rock, you know, Rock Geek. But then, you know, his headline was The Rock. Yeah, fair. That's a that's a. I don't I don't know. All right. Well, Mick Foley, the Undertaker. Oh, all right. Undertaker's not the. Uh, but uh, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Macho Man. Like these are not. Imagine they call him. They call him Savage or like <laughs> or Hulk or well, uh, Andre, not the Giant. Oh, well, I guess the Giant worked in WCW, but still, the true. Giant. It's two words. I feel, yeah, you, I feel you. But Vince does like those one-word syllables because we all remember yeah. him beyond the mat when uh, he was pitching into uh, draws. Because like, oh, think about it. Hawk. Hannibal. Puke. Oh, and he was... Uh, no, I thought... Well, uh, I thought um, he was going as a singles competition, not trying to join the Legion of Doom instantly. He was singles, but but Vince was just saying how he liked those names that sound like that. Oh, okay, all right. Crazy. Jaws was kind of like puke. Uh, I don't know about that. Vince is like, ah, oh, no, think about it. Sounds good. It's like, ah, animal. Crazy. Puke. Crazy. <laughs> and then my favorite part of that, Vince yep. gets out the trash bucket. So uh, I think you know what we want to see here. Hilarious, <laughs> right? I'm like, can you imagine, like, going to a job interview? <laughs> and make you vomit? Yeah. Like... And then... So, like, like, casually, like, like just pulls out the trash bucket. So, I think you know what we want to see. Yeah, that's crazy. That's Vince yeah. in a nutshell. So, Cena's yeah. back? What's that? Cena's back? Um, maybe. Okay. He, I guess he was on Raw. He... I haven't seen it yet. Oh, Okay. Okay, all right, well, is he in shape? I don't know. 
Oh, you just uh, read on the internet that yeah, he had, uh, the theory of going to be feuding? Yeah. Okay. And uh, if theory was the U.S. champion, that would make sense. Yeah. Oh, well, you think he'll do the job? Cena? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Just to get him over? Yeah. Get him over, give back. Okay. All right, cool. I feel like Cena's that type of guy. Okay. All right, cool. Because I'm All that right. type of guy. Damn it. When <laughs> when, uh, when when are you back in the ring? Next week. Uh, nice. What promotion? Yes, we got uh, two shows, baby. Okay. We've got Friday, July 8th at the <laughs> Wayland City Festival. Showcase Pro Wrestling. Okay. I finally make my big return. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. It'll be in singles action. Okay. But representing the fellowship. Okay. And, uh, so for anybody that uh, is listening and may want to go check out the show, yep. it's at the Whaling City Festival. Uh, 6 o'clock p.m. will be the wrestling bell time. Okay. And uh, Whaling City Festival is in New Bedford, Massachusetts. Um, okay. And uh, but yes, I will be representing the fellowship. So don't go there expecting to see me as the Osiris God of Submission <clears throat> monster guy. Okay. Uh, instead, expect to see me as the Bible thumping fellowship guy. Okay. Cool. 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 Yes. Uh, so that'll be Friday. Yep. And uh, very excited about that. I don't know who I'm wrestling yet, but okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> regardless, I'm excited to be back with Showcase Pro Wrestling. All right, cool. Should be cool. So, and yes. what was the other show? And then Saturday, Mama, I'm coming home. NCW. Uh, <laughs> they will be uh, in Bristol, Rhode Island at the Bristol BFW. Okay. And uh, I will be taking on the heavy hitter, <coughs> Jay Cash. Have you faced this person before? like 10 years ago oh, okay. uh, he's actually who I beat for the NCW New England Championship the first time I won it okay and uh, with some assistance from Doc Ozone who blasted him in the head with the title okay alright cool but so, uh yeah oh, y- y'all definitely uh, have a uh, yes again I get that W back from you then yeah I'm sure <laughs> he's gonna want that but uh unfortunately for him he's gotta understand he is an obstacle in my path to get what I want. And what I want is the NCW Heavyweight Championship held by Channing Thomas. And I will defeat and destroy anyone who gets in my way as I make my way back to my baby. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, uh, today is on the cusp of uh, the fourth. So yes, may the fourth be with you. Yep. So hopefully everyone will be having a safe Fourth uh, of July this weekend. Um, indeed, indeed. Drive sober, um, everybody. They, yes. Uh, cops will be out in full effect. Yep. And uh, also, too, if you're in Massachusetts, mind your p's and q's when it comes to the fireworks because they are illegal in Massachusetts. Yep, uh, and uh, I understand at this point in time, like over thirty thousand dollars worth of fireworks have been confiscated uh, in the state. 
So, uh, so yes. Yeah. So mind your P's and Q's, everybody out there. But, uh, you know, if you want to do fireworks, go to New Hampshire or Rhode Island because they're legal in both those states. There you, there you go. There you go. What you got in the water jug? Uh, today's water jug. The mind is everything. Okay. No, that was yesterday's water jug. I am sorry. Oh. I, uh, today's water jug is do what you can with what you have. Okay. Okay. And, uh, so that's a great message for everybody out there. Whatever it is that you're doing, do yep. what you can with what you have. You know, like you don't have to, you know, just using this podcast as an example. You know, we didn't start off with a hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. Nope. Uh, you know, so we, we start off with what we have with these, these platforms to work with. And, you know, as we grow and build, maybe we'll get that hundred million dollar deal with Spotify. There you go. And then we'll have big studios and the whole deal. It'll be wild. Okay, Caboodle. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, do what you can with what you have. Yep. I'll probably, uh, you know, have this on a future water bottle, but it's along the sentiments of my main man, Martin Luther King Jr., you know? You mm-hmm. can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. There you go. There you go. Well, on that note, if you want to uh, take us out to our loyal listeners, uh, like we there, always man. do about this time. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but yes, no, uh, as we say every week, everybody, we appreciate you. We love you. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with us. We can't thank you enough. Hope you have a great week. Hope you're enjoying pro wrestling. Hope you're enjoying before the three count. We're going to kick you off. One, two, three.